Today, we're looking at the Great Commission, where we are told to make disciples in this name, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, they're to be baptized. The title of this message, Being a Disciple to Three Gods or One. Today's the day we celebrate the Holy Trinity. So what's the Holy Trinity mean? Three gods or one? And what does it mean to be a disciple? These questions help us understand that great commission. Right now, we need a framework. A framework is just a frame that works to answer or help visualize a problem. It simplifies the question and establishes boundaries, a frame. You already have this framework. To answer the question, what does it mean to be a disciple? I'll show you how to use a tool already in your tool bag. So why does this matter? Well, I'd say we're all a bit confused right now. How does a Christian know what is a right and a wrong response to the many changes we're experiencing? As a Christian, I know I need to help others. But how can I do that from six feet away? Is it just this mask? What is it? What should be my reaction when I disagree with something? These are not easy questions, and we all have them. I'm going to show you how the Trinity is fundamental in shaping our reaction of and response to these issues. If anything is obvious now, it's this. People need to buy into a framework for it to actually frame their work. So before I give you the framework... We need to look briefly at this development of the Trinity, past, present, and future. We need to buy into a framework so it can actually frame our work. In the past, we've tended to focus on Jesus, which is certainly understandable and good. But on this Trinity Sunday, we may be prompted to question why? How would you answer that? After all, our creeds have three articles. The first is for the Father, the second for the Son, Jesus, and the third for the Holy Spirit. The best answer for why we focus on Jesus is this. To know Jesus is to know the Father. And to confess Christ is to confess the whole Trinity. Thus the title of this message, being a disciple to three gods or one, may be a bit more complicated than it first appeared. First, we should know that there is only one God, but that there are three persons. So how do we talk about them? How do we try to understand them as one God if we speak of them separately and as three? 
I can't give you a framework that perfectly explains or simplifies our Godhead of one God in three persons. It can't be simplified because it's far too complex for us to even understand fully. So many of us find it helpful and faithful to focus on Jesus. Plus, failing to focus on Christ wouldn't be very Christian. We are going down the right path with Christ. The path isn't the problem. The navigators are. You and me. We get off the path or we get lost or we see squirrel like a dog. And get totally sidetracked. Sometimes we need a course correction. In the present, we're faced with this unprecedented upset to our decision-making process. As we look at the Trinity, we're first presented with the Father. He has ascribed the title of Creator. He ordered and suborded all of creation. Time is created in day one. The entire universe in six days, including man and woman. And God rests on the seventh day. This orders our week. And it orders how we know our Creator. And it orders how we ought to live. God the Father is the Creator of all things. And that might cause us to question, so what do we create? As it turns out, people can only create ideas. Sure, we make things, but creation is out of nothing. With no existing material. Thus only ideas. Good ideas are rooted in faith in God. And bad ideas are rooted in our own sinfulness, but they are created by us. And our priorities come when we order our ideas and our efforts. Now, any talk of priorities is where we delve into character formation and ethics. So priorities, ethics, or whatever you want to call it, must be grounded in God's word and work in us. And so in the future... We ought to ground our being disciples in who God is. Fortunately, God tells us who he is for just this reason. To equip who we are. We have a Trinitarian God. We have one God who is known and is active in three persons. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We know him through his activities as creator, as you heard read from here in Genesis, as redeemer in Jesus who saves sinners like you and me, and as, the Holy, as a sanctifier in the Holy Spirit who makes us holy by teaching us how we ought to live. This is where being only second article Christians gives us trouble. We need to be first, second, and third article Christians. As third article Christians, we have have an appreciation for the continual process of making us holy. In this life, that process never ends. 
As first article Christians, we have an appreciation for the importance of God's work of creation. All of life and theology fit into God's creative task. Our goal ought to be to become fully human. To become fully human is the same as righteousness, meaning we live rightly and according to our created purpose to do what humans ought to do to be fully human is to buy into God's creative work. To seek righteousness then is to allow God to shape us into disciples according to who He is. And now I give you the tool that you already have and know, the framework. We use a creedal framework to understand what it means to be disciples. This is Holy Trinity weekend. What better day to shape what it means for us to be a disciple? The creeds, all of them, reveal who God is. All of our questions have some connection to a creedal truth. Now, this isn't going to be a black and white answer like some of us might like. Just tell me what to do. But even better... It points you in the right direction. It leads you to live a life of faith. You're going to need some discipline to be a disciple. And you need to be a disciple before you can make disciples. That's the Great Commission. So let me leave you with a quick demonstration. We asked earlier how you help others from six feet away. So let's apply our framework. Now, don't look for a definitive answer to this example, this vague example. Rather, I want you to look at how asking these next couple questions would frame your thoughts on a specific example, if we had one. So first, when considering helping others from six feet away, we ask the question, is this a first article issue? To answer that, we recite a creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. So, is this question about something in heaven or earth? Yes. The answer is always yes. Because all of life and theology fits into God's creative task. We're good at asking the question, what would Jesus do? WWJD. But we're not nearly as good at asking the question how and why we were created and how that applies to each question. This prompts us to consider what God says. In this case, we're talking about the interaction of two creatures like you and me. And that stems from God's will for creation. And so we ought to look about at what God says about bodily needs, about order and suborder, even about the role of government. Now, I'm not going to delve into those issues with a vague example. That's what you would do with a specific question. Rather, we're going to move on. 
When considering how to help others from six feet away, we ask the question, is this a second article issue? Is that other person someone who needs faith? Do they believe? If they do, then it's not. Now, there are many cases where the other person maybe needs comfort. In which case, their Savior Jesus is tremendous comfort and always applies. Lastly, when considering how to help others from six feet away, we ask, is this a third article issue? Is this about the work of the Holy Spirit to make us holy? Yes, it certainly is. Our lives are changed when God works through us. So are other people's lives. To what end and what purpose? Well, that's for you to explore in God's word. As you can see, any given question may have implications in all three articles. And no line in the creed is going to tell you exactly what to do. But it will frame the way you think about each and every problem. And it will frame your understanding of what matters. This framework ought to serve as a springboard into God's word as you participate in God's activity. In the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen.